Hello? Who is this? Hello, welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror movie review podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Cardin. Every week um, when I'm not sick, I like to bring in a guest and talk about a horror movie or one that has horror elements. And this week I have a makeup mogul. Is that the correct word? A makeup CEO. I don't know the word, but you're legit. Like you have like a brand. So <laughs> it's Killer King. Bam, 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 bam. What did you do? How's everybody? I'm assuming they said good. So I, me too. I'm hoping if or not, just, well, that's on them. On their morning commute. Maybe they just screamed terribly into the. <laughs> okay. It's like, oh, <laughs> Bitch, that was me trying to set up this fucking audio. My fucking headphones weren't working. And this podcast started an hour late because I couldn't get the audio to come into my headphones so okay we love that tell the world about yourself the world meaning like these like 20 viewers that I have so I'm so bad about talking about myself yeah I own the brand Drench Cosmetics it's really cool period period I stream on Twitch five nights a week I post makeup content on Instagram at at Killer King Killer King how many G's in this one they're like mostly all four. Okay, just not your email? Yeah, no, that's a new email, okay? I had to make it work. Four G's was taken, right? That's why I did double I, two, and then three G's. Okay, the one, the email with the four, that's for the OnlyFans account, right? <laughs> Please. <laughs> wait, G, I, I, that could be like a 69, but wait, what would be the nine? A P, a backwards P. <laughs> not a backwards <laughs> P. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Drench Cosmetics. We stay in Drench Cosmetics. Literally the blackest liner that I own next to one size. Yeah. And one size is the blackest liner at Sephora, which is owned by someone. But we stand Killer King instead. So, and this liner is only $12 too. It's got high precision, le- legitimately. Legitimately. That's a new word. I've never heard that before. Re- really? Yeah. It's very creative. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so- have you heard that, uh, like, Nicki Minaj's radio show? She'll just be like, and then just play explosion noises. Yes, I love Queen Radio. Literally, Queen Radio. It's the, best, it's the best podcast there is. Like, it's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, there is no higher form of entertainment than Queen Radio. Like, it's amazing. It should be the highest rated podcast slash radio station, but well, Like, when isn't. she was talking about Harriet Tubman. <laughs> if you would be right, <laughs> where Harriet Tubman? What is wearing a nice fucking crown, shiny dress on? <laughs> she was taking slaves to freedom. freedom. Simone made that joke on Drag Race, and nobody got it. That's fucking embarrassing. Did you watch <laughs> that episode? Also, I didn't watch it at all. I don't like RuPaul, so I mean, it's okay. I don't. I, I haven't really been keeping up. But literally on Snatch Game, she she said to freedom, and literally no one got the joke. Yeah, that's embarrassing. We got some fake ass barbs in here. I like that one episode where she goes, "Now who wanna suck my pussy?" After she's like, "Broke people should never laugh." (laughs) (laughs) She's so frustrating. She's like, big boobs, big boobs, woo chili, (laughs) not woo chili. That sounds racist to me. Oh my god. (laughs) 
So what we're doing this week, we watched uh, El Orfanato or The Orphanage. It's a 2007 movie. It's classified as a horror drama. And after I rewatched it, I was like, oh, this is kind of a sad movie. It's super sad. <laughs> it's a happy ending for her in the end, Laura. Is it? I was like, there was a resolution that was in her favor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she said, um, if I'm if my kid's dead, I guess that's it for me. Okay, period. I mean, her husband wasn't a prize, so yeah, he was just like, Well, here's the flower. See ya. I was over him. He said, What's what's uh, a problematic singer? See ya. Oh <laughs> <laughs> give us a synopsis. Literally, the like rat in my brain is like turning. The fucking worms are like squirming so quickly, trying to come up with thoughts. <laughs> I wrote three pages of notes. I want you to know. I got I got seven pages, but my notebook's this big. I don't know how big yours. Okay, are. I was like, that's crazy. Also, I wrote like key things that would like bring up scene like references in my brain. See, I didn't do that. I wrote down things like, okay, credits now. <laughs> I mean, I wrote like things like her finger. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hush vibrator on. What's that noise? Oh wait. Are you, are you on your phone? My webcam is my phone. Oh my because God. Because my camera is dead. This is what? a moment in time. What? <laughs> this is a moment in time. I did not know you could do that. Yeah. And it's really easy. Okay. Clearly me who struggled to find audio for an hour does not know that you could just hook up your camera and just do a podcast. <laughs> I'm not Susan Storm from the Fantastic Four, okay? I'm fucking screaming, not Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba was like little Kim. She was like, okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> Okay, I'll, I'll do a, a quick synopsis. Like this family moves into an orphanage where Laura, Laura used to stay. And then quickly uh, things go south very fast. And her son, Simon, or Simon, if you're American, disappears. <laughs> and then the place is kind of haunted too in the meantime. So I guess we can just get straight into the movie. The beginning of this movie starts with these kids playing this knock on the wall game. They're at an orphanage. There's a phone call and then Laura, the main girl, apparently gets adopted that day and then it cuts into credits. We wake up to Laura. She's in bed with her husband. They already are in the orphanage, which I'm glad they didn't have like a build up to that. I'm like, just, just put us where we need to be. Literally, because I would have been like, oh, look how much this orphanage is. How about we buy it? Let's go there. Okay, let's buy it. Like we just cut to the chase. No. And that kid screaming is Simon. He's scared, but then he's like, you left the imaginary friends, they're outside. Okay, I was like, oh no, he got issues already off rip. Yeah, because she like opens the window and then like just closes it and she's like Pepe and Winston or whatever the names were. <laughs> Winston, no. Was it Winston? I don't know. I think there was like maybe a Winston. It was like Pepe Le Pew or something. I don't know. And Winston are his like imaginary friends with quotation marks. So he's at an age where apparently like imaginary friends isn't the norm, but he looks five. Like he looks pretty young. Yeah, he looks super young. So I was like, why are y'all like trying his life? Well, Laura was like, yeah, this is normal. And then Carlos was like, 
No, it's not normal. He's kind of like old for his age to be doing that. Yeah, but Carlos is a piece of shit. He really is because every time that Laura has to get up to check on their kid, he's like, oh, it's my turn. I'll go do it. And then he just goes back to sleep. Yo, I saw that off Rick and I was like, I like rewound because I was like, why the fuck did she get up? I was like, did I read that wrong? <laughs> she said, my husband ain't shit and he never will be. Oh, she, she, when she gets to the room, she's talking to him about the lighthouse. Like the lighthouse isn't broken. Oh, the lighthouse light isn't invisible and it's like to, something about protecting i don't know what the hell she was talking about yeah it was weird she even got like a clock in the room and like shined it on the lighthouse to make it look like it was working i was like what kind of she's defying physics over here okay i was like what are we doing she was in wicked because she was defying gravity okay i don't know what okay, she was because the moon was over here and she's shown the damn back of the damn <laughs> yeah clock over here i was like i mean i see what you're going for but like i think you needed one more mirrored surface to make <laughs> this work literally like, just like the, I think you like, like a, an angled mirror the, they i'll just say they cut to the next day they're going to this cave that's like off the coast of the orphanage so it's like right next to the beach and then there's this cave like at low tide you can go into the cave and she's like all right uh simone uh run in there go have a good time <laughs> literally i'm like oh we're excellent parents running this game yeah so can we talk about beach side orphanage that sounds kind of like it though scary oh it's scary but like that sounds nice (laughs) but like beachside orphanage with a mysterious cavern yeah let your kids run in there like she did (laughs) okay look and mind you why there's so many orphans she she wants to run her own kind of orphanage thing with like a couple kids like special needs kids and I was like, not you just being like the best mom ever being like, hey, Simone, go run into that dark cave and I'll just wait out here. <laughs> okay, literally, I'm like, and you're going to take care of kids who need m- more care and attention? Yeah. I think we need to revitalize. Also, I was like, so you want to be a foster parent? Yeah, because that's what it seems like. Because you don't want to run an orphanage. Like, you want to take care of these kids. You want to be a foster parent. Yeah. But yeah, so she lets... Simone run into this cave and then it's been taking a bit so then she goes into the cave and she finds him talking to somebody and he's like oh just just come back to the house that's fine and she's like um (laughs) bitch who are you talking to she's like I'm your friend if I walked into the cave and I saw my kid talking to somebody I'd be like we're not being here anymore (laughs) okay it's time to go literally the whole time, I'm just like, why is no one ever like, it's time to go? Well, I'll, I'll say this as a Spaniard, they're kind of crazy. So they're like, this is normal. I can say that I'm a Spaniard. These Spaniards are wild. I just could not. I would be like, literally, as soon as my kid was like, um, yeah. Because here's the thing. I feel like when kids have imaginary friends, they don't like, you don't see them talking to them like that. You know what I'm saying? Like in the but corner, like, like hey. Um, so literally like, you want to come fuck it up at my mom's place like she's got a big ass house okay we got hella tvs literally on the walk there she's like laura's like oh and then if you go into the cave you'll find treasure girl you found a little a little something something that was a little too much because on their way back he's like oh i'm gonna leave seashells for my friend to follow yo i was like what the fuck is wrong with you I was like, somebody obscure the path of those shells immediately. Yeah, but just start kicking them to the side. I like that that does build up to later. So a social worker comes to the house, and I use that with a quotation mark, social worker. 
comes to the house and she's like, hey, I'm here to take uh, Simone. And she gives her these files and apparently like Simone uh, or Simon is very sick. She knows this, but he's also adopted too. And at the time, Simone did not know he was adopted and didn't know that he was sick too, quotation marks. But then it's revealed to us that Simone is HIV positive and they act like this kid is going to die tomorrow. Yeah. People with like HIV can live to old age, like to 100. Like your kid's going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah, I really think they kind of played on that weird, especially like with the old lady. She was so sketch. I was like... Just kill her and bury the body. Not the the social worker just showing up to your house in the middle of the night with like a shovel, just like there. Old lady is sneaky. Is she from the OG orphanage? And you know what? You were right. But that technically okay. is discussed. And like, for like, honestly, halfway to the movie, I was like, we waited that long? Because like right away, <laughs> when she popped up, I was like, did she used to work here? Literally, it was super fucking weird. And then she just like disappears for forever. Because like that night when the social worker was there during the daytime, she's there at night, just like in the the shed outside, like was just standing there like, hey. Okay, I would've been like, what? Yeah, (laughs) how are you? Yeah, she scared the shit out of Laura. Laura gets Carlos and then Carlos is like, well, if she comes back, we'll just call the police. I was like, y'all look like you're in the middle of nowhere. Okay, the fucking police. Yeah, bitch, the, the policia, they're not gonna come, bitch. Also, your house is huge. Literally, it's like it, like a mansion. Okay, like your house is massive. She could be anywhere. She's hanging out there all fucking afternoon and y'all didn't see her ass. Yeah, so. well, cause like, if she, if she left, like, I mean, it, you you had to have seen where the car have gone. It's not like she could have just parked on the side and then just like walked back, like. Did you not see her get to the car or not? Okay, right. Like what? Oh, it's the next day. She sleeps with uh, Simone for like comfort or something. He's like fucking with her while she's asleep. And she's very annoyed because he's like smacking her face. Like, mom, can you wake up? Oh, this is when they have like a really weird conversation. They're talking about Peter Pan. And he's like, oh, Peter Pan like took Wendy to Neverland or whatever the fuck it's called. Bitch, I ain't. I ain't seen that movie in forever in forever. Okay. So I don't I don't know. And she's like, but Wendy never stayed and just grown old. I, I don't want to grow old. I'm gonna die young. Laura's over there, like, what are you talking about? Okay, like what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, very this this whole movie does have a Peter Pan fairy tale aspect to it, which is common in a lot of horror movies too. They have this weird treasure. This day hunt. makes me oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit is fucking weird. But like that day that they're like doing the treasure hunt is so weird. It's like such a, he's like talking about like, my friends are telling me about these, like these coins. We should go get those coins, right? And then it like leads to these teeth and they're they're doing this like scavenger hunt. Literally, they do that a lot in this movie. Like going into the fucking roses and the dirt, finding shit, running all over the house. And she thinks that the kids set this up and midway through the game she's like okay well this isn't normal because like what the fuck at one point he's like oh we need to go into this drawer and which is where he keeps the where i think where she kept the files on like him and his adoption and all that stuff she like flips the fuck out on him and he's like well 
you can't tell me what to do because they, they do find the coins. And he's like, I found the coins. And it was where the folders on his stuff were. She's like yelling at him. He's like, well, I don't, you can't tell me what to do. You're not even my real mom, bitch. Okay. And I'm going to die. <laughs> Literally. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. He's like screaming at her. She's screaming at him. And he's like, get on my real mom. And he was like, Tomas told me he has a new friend. Cause usually he only had a uh, Pepe Le Pew and, and Winston. I don't know if that's the real names, but then he's like, I have a new friend, Tomas, the friend that he met in the cave. So then the mom and the dad set him down. Who told you to you find the papers you must have found the papers because like who would have told you your imaginary friends bitch there was a, a funny line simone goes what are you gonna tell me santa's not real now yes okay <laughs> when he was like what's that santa's not real what other lines <laughs> yeah and the parents just looked at each other and they're like um so you need to take this medicine simone was like well what if i don't take the medicine and they're like well you wouldn't take the medicine then <laughs> basically okay. yeah he has to take this medicine like every single day so he don't die nothing wrong with that so that like i guess it was like an adoption day like the party everyone... yeah that shit made me so uncomfortable so laura hosts this adoption party yeah i was like what the fuck is this who are and, these children and who are these families? And I, I believe they're for like special needs kids, but it, it seems like they're like, yeah, let's have a party so we can leave our children here. Like, that's what it seems like. <laughs> yeah, but those creepy ass masks they were wearing. Yeah, they they give everyone masks, like animal masks and stuff. And then you do see one kid with like a sack mask on. Was that Tomas or was that Simon? Yeah, well, I think it was Tomas because it, it had his, it said Tomas on his clothes. That's what I thought too, but at the end, we're going to jump a little ahead. At the end, when she finds Simone, he has the mask on. So I was just like... Wait, he does? Yeah, like in the basement, he has it on. Something happens and it was really hard for me to see. When he like falls down, was that him or was that Tomas? That was him. When she first grabbed him, he didn't have the mask on. I know. Well, I I think that was was like her like hallucinating. Yeah, I thought something happened with her and with him and Tomas. And that's how he ended up with the mask on right before he fell because I literally couldn't see. I was like, damn, we need some key lights on the set because. (laughs) I think, (laughs) I I guess like maybe he went down there and put down the mask and was like going up and then fell. I don't know. But like, was it Tomas then the whole time or was it him? It was Thomas all along. Bum, 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 okay, bum, literally. <laughs> like when he attacked his mom. Like Yeah, that that's him? why I'm like, was, was it Thomas or was it Simone or uh, Simone just being like, hey, I'm going to go fuck with my mom and push her into the bathtub and close the door on her hand and make her lose a nail. Okay. Oh, that was so gross. Oh, yeah, because that's basically what happened. Like right before that, they get into a fight. She smacks him in the face. And I was like, not, <laughs> not at this party where you have all these people. Okay. Don't yeah, be smacking like, your kid. Okay. All of these kids are here and they're like, oh, that's going to be by your mom. Yeah. Get <laughs> smacked in the fucking face. Yeah, because he's, he's yelling at her about finding he's like let's go to tomas's house and she's like no we have a fucking party bitch and then smacks him and then (laughs) it's it's and honestly i think that was her last conversation with him too yeah before yeah was a fight oh that's sad (laughs) yeah literally my notes are so confused i said her finger oh my god what the fuck is in this cave? I, I wrote down, she loses a nail. And not like a, a press-on nail, bitch. She lost her fucking, like, no, pulls okay. it out. Ugh, it was so gross. She's like, pops that bitch off. I was like, oh, Upstairs. not this kiss press-on. Yeah. She just ripped <laughs> not the kiss press-on, bitch. I had the... <laughs> I 
handles. Why do I know what you're talking about? <laughs> Come on, Walmart. Bitch, would you go to ball on a budget, okay? They so, be making but, almond square shapes now. They got you. I got the almond ones. I'm pretty sure in the square, so. See? Do I wear them in drag? Nope, I'm just too lazy, but I have them. I own them. <laughs> They're in my possession. Just get nailed gloves. But you know what's not in possession is uh, Simone. So Laura's looking for him. <laughs> Bye. Laura's looking for him and she goes upstairs and she turns around and that's when she sees Tomas, I think. A kid with a sack on his head. And he goes up to her and she tries to like take off his mask, but then he pushes her into the bathroom, like, but she grabs the frame before she goes back and then the door slams on her hand and then he oh. locks the door. So then she's able to yank her hand out, but then she falls back into the bathtub and that's when her nail comes out. Ugh, that was so gross. It's so gross. You know what TV show Laura would have been on? Nailed it by Nicole. Not by Nicole Byer. Wait, I thought Nailed It was the cake show. Yeah, isn't that with Nicole Byer? Oh, I don't know. I don't watch it. <laughs> now you'd be like, it's the cake <laughs> show, right? Oh, is it? You're like, I don't know. I don't watch it. <laughs> because every week Netflix is like, would you like to watch this? And every week I'm like, I'm not interested. <laughs> and now Laura is looking for Simone and she can't find him anywhere. She does look in the closet at one point underneath the staircase and all these beams fall out. And she's like, well, I don't think anything of it. And then she pushes the beams back in. And then goes back to looking for him, which foreshadowing for something to come. And then at one point she goes to the beach and she's going to the cave and it's high tide. So all this water's in the cave. She breaks her fucking leg as she's running. I don't know how. Okay. I was like, what? And I think you see the bone too. Like, like it's what a, is wrong with her? It's an open fracture. So she's looking for Simone and she sees someone at the cave. She sees it, but no one else is because Carlos is there. He drags her ass back out of there. Okay, being useless. Yeah, and so they're they're all doing, a, um, it cuts to you at night. There's a search party going on. You get a couple shots of like the same guy with a flashlight, <laughs> like in different <laughs> scenes. She's at the hospital and then a psychologist comes in, which I wrote down psychologist and I was like, psychologicus, psychologicus. <laughs> psychologicus. Psychologicus. And I was like, no, psychologist. I literally paused <laughs> the movie and tried to figure out how to say psychologist. For like five minutes. And I was like, wait, it's psychologist, not psychologicus. Psychologicus, please. But the psychologist, she shows up and she's like, we don't know where your kid is. There was nobody in the cave. My name is Pilar. And we're going to help you find your kid. Did anyone come to the house? And she was like, this old lady did. And they're like, okay, well, that old lady is not a social worker. So. Literally. And did you see that fucking creepy ass Tomas doll. It's like right after it's uh, it's shortly after she goes to the cave um, and breaks her leg. Because I know there is a doll when when that lady gets hit by a car. She did have the doll, though. It's right there. It's right there. Oh, OK. Oh, because, OK, he gives Laura this necklace and they're like, well, you're going to give it back to me when you find Simone. And then there's just a jump cut to six months later. I was yeah, like, I was six like, months and your kid's gone? Yeah, I was like, that's a long fucking time. Yeah. Because when I first watched this movie, I didn't remember it because it's been like over 10 years. And I was like, it's probably, I think the movie takes place around in a week. No, because at one point it turns into nine months. Ridiculous. Yeah, when I saw it jump to six months, I was like, um, what happened to the first 48? Like, yeah, when you hit nine months, bitch, you could have had a new kid by then. I'm screaming. I mean, that's what her <laughs> husband said, basically. Oh, yeah, that was so messed up. 
at one point in the movie, Carlos is like, you know, a lot of couples, they lose a kid and they still move on with life. I was like, oh my oh, gosh. gosh. It's not been a year, Carlos. Let her mourn. Shit, that was she, crazy. She don't even know where the body is. Okay, literally. But she's still holding it on. They're like in an AA meeting with like other people. Laura's like, I hear things in my house. Like I think- <laughs> An AA meeting? Bitch, is it? was like grief counseling. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like an AA It's an AA meeting. It's not- <laughs> I don't know like that word. Thus you got all these, all my kids are ghosts anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happened. So she, she now believes, because at one point, I think before Simone disappeared, he's like, I got, I got six friends now. I don't only have three. I got six friends now. She's at this, <laughs> this grief meeting with <laughs> other people. And she actually does believe her house is haunted. You can see that Carlos doesn't believe her. And everyone else in the room is like, whatever. And this lady's like, I had to come to terms with that, that my kid was dead. And everyone's like, yeah, you got to come to terms. And she's like, well, I'm not crazy. And my kid's not dead. I haven't found a body yet. Period. Period. Which I'm like, he probably dead. But like, you know, sometimes they're not. Sometimes people are just taken. Like the movie. Okay. Now we're up to that part that you're talking about, about the doll. So they're driving. And then she's like, I forgot her name. Belena? Belena? The old lady, the old lady who claimed she was a social worker because they couldn't find her, but she's just crossing the street at this time. And she's like, hey, it's you. And then the old lady's like, hi. And then gets hit by a car. Oh my God, that was wild. Her face was like mango. (laughs) And he was giving mouth to mouth. He was giving CPR. I was like- Yeah, I was like, for what? Her face is literally like- Like busted, (laughs) wide open. Like suicidal. Like literally like split in half. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like how like a snake opens its mouth, like from the middle. That's what her mouth looked like. And he was like, because he gets up from doing CPR and he has like blood He's on his like, face. He's like, the blood? I was and like. Because she, she shows up after she gets the doll. So in the, she had a stroller with her and in, in the stroller, she thought Tomas was in there, but it's just the doll that looks, or she, she thought that Simone was in the stroller, but when she goes there, it was just a doll of Tomas. <laughs> she goes to the lady and he's like, she didn't make it. I'm like, uh, yeah, look at her, dude. Okay, literally. But she does grab her arm because she's like about to like grab something. Laura's about to grab something from her. And then the old lady like wraps her arm. I think it was like her necklace. Yeah. Because she had the like whistle necklace. Yeah. And it turns out, like you said, she did work at the orphanage. And okay, literally, as soon as I saw her, I was like, I know this bitch works here. Yeah, and then she had a son who was Tomas, who died because the, the kids were like, hey, let's let's go play a game. Like, it, it was like, a, I think five other kids. They're like, five kids. They're like, let's go play a game. You go to the cave and you take your mask off and then you come out and we'll wait for you. And then Tomas was like, I'm not taking my mask off. And so he just stayed in the cave and drowned. That's sad. This movie's sad. As fuck. I was like, I was so upset. I was just like, <laughs> there's just so many like sad ass parts. I'm just like, what? Yeah, you're like, what did Tara sign me up for? <laughs> I thought it was more scary. I mean, it did have scary moments. Maybe it's like Crimson Peak. I heard that Crimson's Crimson Peak is like not a horror movie, but it has horror elements. Real quick, Killer King and I are going to cut to a break. And when we come back, we're gonna talk more about Lost Children and how Laura is a bad parent. Laura's <laughs> the worst. We'll be right back.
Hey guys, if you're listening this far into the podcast, I need you to go to iTunes or anywhere that you can review your podcast. And I would love it if you left a rating and a review on this podcast. It would mean a lot, preferably five stars and a good rating. And just leave a comment there. A positive one. Don't call me an idiot or anything like that. That would be kind of mean. And if you hear that, that's Sunny in the background. She's here for this I... ad break. You're going to hear her on every episode that there's going to be an ad break now. So. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Oh, can I do one in Spanish? Sure. Bienvenido. Estás escuchando al podcast de Data Card. Stay on the line. Si estás escuchando, lo puedes encontrar en iTunes, Google Podcast y donde quieras que puedes escuchar el audio de Stay on the Line. Por favor, deja cinco estrellas si puedes de todo este comentario que vamos a hacer. Gracias por todo y tengan buena noche. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Gracias. Or how Americans say, Dana da. Thanks, Dana da. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back. We're going to talk about some dead babies. I already ate them, silly. What are you talking about? Not you ate them, please. We call that and a she cocktail. Rubbed everybody's ashes across her face. Oh my God. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that. Laura at what one point called <laughs> Laura discovers that she's found dead bodies and then just rubs ashes all over her face. She's so exasperated by what's been going on because she's been running around the fucking mansion for hours on a scavenger hunt. Oh my god. I totally forgot about that. What a moment in time. She is the moment. Who's giving you Lady Gaga applause realness? Okay. <laughs> Literally. We get all that backstory about Tomas and the old lady that lived there, the old lady that lived in an orphanage. Where are we at in this movie now? Next day, Carlos is crying. That's a note. That's a no. That's a no. Now we have this moment where like Laura's like in bed and she's talking to who she thinks is Carlos. They called Simone when he was a kid two little kilos because I guess he just was born sickly. He just... (laughs) Poor kid. They talk about how she always wanted to like like have Simone and grow up together. She's like... Oh my God, wait, Carlos, someone's in the house. And then Carlos is actually the one opening the door. And then she looks over into the bed and there's no one there. So spooky. Okay, that was stressful. I was like, oof, girl. First of all, Carlos shouldn't have been like, oh, I'm going to open the door. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. He was like, I'm just going to slowly, slowly. Let me scare my wife. Because I hear her talking to herself. Okay, literally. He's so sinister. And then it jumps to nine months. So now we're at the nine months mark. You know, they're hearing on the radio, people still looking for this kid. And then this is when Laura gets the idea to get a specialist, like a a medium. She goes to this big guy who's talking about doppelgangers. And then he's like, I can help you find a medium. So they set up this medium to be in the house. And they got cameras in the house. It's like like something that has a lot of cameras in the house and it's ghost. Okay, they done big brother the whole damn Big Brother. Of- okay. You know what? Oh, wait, they already did something like that. I was gonna say that they should do Big Brother, but in a haunted house, but they did do that. And it was that shitty celebrity show with like Alaska and Tiffany New York Pollard. And then Safari was there. Do you know what no, I'm talking I don't about? Think I watched that. It I was think not I like good. know what you're talking about, but I did not watch it because I was like, this can't be good. It was not. It was very corny. Like you have Safari there. 
what is his big forehead gonna give y'all except shine <laughs> like nothing not he's giving shine and that's it i don't like safari anyways this movie <laughs> uh, he's giving powder on the set <laughs> I had a bad haircut once and the guy for some reason cut my hairline like back here and gave me a bigger forehead. And I said, this guy made me look like Safari. Because Safari's forehead, his forehead starts at his ears. Okay, like it starts back here. But anyways, dead children. (laughs) The medium, her name is Aurora. And- Okay, I thought that was dramatic. Yeah, I was like, not the medium's name, Aurora. Like you, you, your mom just like busted you out and was like, you're going to be a ghost lady. You're weird. Okay, you're going to be weird as hell. So what's up? My first note on her says, Aurora going to die. I thought she was. I thought she was going to die. Me too. So basically, like, she sits in one of the rooms and there's like the big guy who is like hypnotizing her. And there's another guy and I really don't know what he was there to do other than like draw on a piece of paper around the... (laughs) blueprint for the house i was like sir i don't really know what you're doing you're probably fake but yeah i was like what what part of anything this does this have to do with you but so the big guy like hypnotizes her and then she can he like makes it so that she can see all of the dead children yeah like she's like thrown back in time somehow yeah so she's like thrown back in time but like only her and so she starts to like explore the house because she hears screaming of children and then she finds five i think she said five yeah it was five kids yeah five kids and she's saying that like they're poisoned and who would want to do this to you and they can hear them Um, yeah they would literally could just hear them screaming and saying that like somebody's going to kill them that shit was out of control i was like this is is drama this was this was literally past (laughs) tense because this happened in the past and it was you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty terrifying hearing these kids scream because they have this like audio setup where they can pick up the frequency of what she's hearing. And it's just like kids screaming that they've been poisoned. They're going to die. They're all sick. Carlos and Pilar are in the room too because Pilar just shows up. Because <laughs> like... I can't stand her bougie ass. Yeah, because at one point the medium in the, the beginning, she's like, I, I sent somebody's here. And Pilar is like, hey, it's me. I'm going to come watch y'all. And then <laughs> okay. ha- they had the audacity after. Like Pilar is like, Laura, this is this is a a sideshow like gig. Like they're okay. just, they just want your money. And she's like, I haven't even paid them anything. Like they're not, I'm not even paying them. She's like, well, they will want money now. And she said, Pilar, bitch, I didn't even invite you. Get your ass out of my house. Okay, bitch. Like, no one asked you to be here. Yeah. That was so crazy. Like, all them kids screaming. It was And, like, really when scary. the TVs, when he was, like, trying to, like, count her back in and, like, the TVs, like, all went out and they were going in one by one by one. I was like, he's going to get to one and she's going to be dead in the room. Yeah. When it's getting, like, more intense, that's when they're, like, losing connection on the feed. And he does the, what he did in the beginning to count her back in. And I really did think, like, oh, my God, this bitch is going to be, like, sprawled out, like, neck behind her asshole, like, <laughs> like in a pretzel. I thought she was going to be dead. But she's just back in the chair, like, has, like, teleported back into the chair somehow where she started. Very intense scene. And then 
She kicks Pilar out, which I like how she's like, Pilar, bitch, are there a lot more other cases to be dealing with in this village? Fuck off. Okay, she's like, oh, so you've never heard of anything like this before? Get the fuck out. But she kicks her out. And then Carlos, I guess, makes Laura kick out the medium and all of uh, like all the other people, which I was like, if you kick Pilar out, like might as well keep everyone else. Yeah, see, and that's when I wrote down that her husband is trash. (laughs) He is. I concur. Aurora's talking to Laura. And she's like, you just got to believe. Once you believe, you'll start to see. I was like, what is this? <laughs> right. Okay. I was like, what? None of this. If I can learn to do it, then you can learn to do it. Because that's when Aurora is like, you know, old people like me, when we're close to death, we can see things. And that's when Laura was like, are you telling me my son is close to death? Her, his imaginary like, friends. We're dead kids. Nope. <laughs> Cross his arms. They're dead kids. And you just got <laughs> myth busted. <laughs> Bitch, I know that's what Pilar was thinking. She was like, I'm about to bust these bitches. And then Laura said, get the fuck out of my house. She said, I, okay, you know what? Literally. <laughs> okay, Laura, get your ass right now. It was everything. Right after this, she's getting in an argument with Carlos. He doesn't believe in ghosts and wants to leave. So then that's kind of what happens. He leaves. And that's when he says that shitty things like, hey, you know, Laura, other people, they lose a Other kid and they move on with life. Not him being like, fuck my kid. Literally, I was like, not your child. A seven-year-old kid. And you're like, well, if he's dead, he's dead. I've okay, already grieved. Make another one. Literally, just get it together, girl. He was probably at the roundup, the local roundup, and he was getting his back blown out by some bears. But this is when Aurora tells Lily that if she wants to find the answer, she has you to be willing Lily. to go. <laughs> Wait. You called her Lily. Okay, so <laughs> it's because I was watching Pokemon before we started. Not Pokemon. There's a character named and there's yeah, a character she has the Lily. blonde hair. <laughs> or like, is it like white hair? Yeah, she's everything. Back to Aurora and Laura. <laughs> and then Carlos fucking beats it because she's like, just give me two days and okay, um, it's a fucking break. Actually, I, no, this is right before. This doesn't happen yet. So she's like, she starts to play this game with the treasure hunt game has, uh, it's taken her all these places because she's like, let me listen to the ghost or something. I don't know. Literally, she's feeling her feet with the feet of the forest. Yeah. And like at one point, so she's like, tell me where to go. And then the mirror, like the window breaks and she goes to the door. Yeah. The window on the door just fucking shatters. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, this is a clue. There's a missing doll. Let me go here. Let me go there now. Like, and it leads her up to this doorknob and she doesn't know where it goes, but it leads her to the shed. And she's like opening up this like furnace looking thing in the shed. It's like, a. It kind of looks like a, how do you say, like where like bodies go, like one body? Like at a morgue, yeah, but I don't know what that's called. Yeah, okay, we'll just say it's like a a, a very long cupboard. Like, <laughs> it looks like an old oven, like old ovens, like a pizza oven. If you put like the pizza in, it's like with a large stick, like that's how long this like cupboard is. Are you Googling it? Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Like it's called like mausoleum? I mean, that would be like the whole area, yeah. Okay, the individual mausoleum things. Well, Mimi? Yeah, cool, yeah. (laughs) It's it's just a mausoleum? Yeah, we can just call it that. Yeah, so it looks like that. She's like breaking into it because that's where the old lady was in the shed. She's like, well, it has to be like something related to here because the necklace was there too. Yeah. So she's breaking into these things and she sees all these bags in there. She's like, ah, these dumb bags. Let me get in here and see what's in here. 
she moves five bags out, like huge bags. And she's like, huh, well, that was a lot of work. Let me go sit right here next to this mausoleum looking thing and just think about life. And then she's looking at the bags. Okay, and she's literally. Like, yeah, she's like, um, what is this? And then she Well, finds- see, at one point she pulls out half of a jawbone. Yeah. While she's pulling the bags out, she like pulls out half of a jawbone. And then she pulls out like another bone. Yeah. And then she like rips into the bags. And it's just dead bodies. But it's the dead bodies of all her, her friends from the orphanage. Yeah, the five kids that oh that like teased God, that shit Tomas. Was crazy. Yeah, it basically was like right before she left, or no, right after she left, after she was adopted, that's when all her friends just got murdered and died. That shit is so crazy. And then it like pans to a scene of the pin that the old lady was wearing. Like Tomas's mom, I guess. Yeah. That she was wearing when she like came to the house. She got her revenge on the kids because the kids never got like in trouble. So she fed them all like pie and berries and all this shit that was poisoned and like killed all these fucking kids. That's she so never fun. got cut, like caught and they didn't know that these kids died. So they were just like, bye, I guess. She just left. I guess that's uh, one way to avenge your child's death. She was like, I ain't no Pamela Voorhees though. She said, let me get them when they're adults. <laughs> okay, and this is when fucking Laura gets down and dirty on her orphanage life. Yeah, she she's like, okay, now I'm going to commit to being a... Uh, an old lady here working at the orphanage and I'm going to pretend okay. that these children are alive and I'm going to I'm going to play their fucking games literally with the fucking dolls it was so creepy yeah she she like rearranges one of the rooms to be like the kids rooms again like sets it up with all these beds She's wearing all the dolls in. Yeah. She she puts all the dolls at the, the dinner table too. And she has, she made all these pies and all these berries. And she's just like sitting there. Literally. That's when she like loses it. She's like, what the fuck is going on? And she puts that creepy ass scarecrow up that was there in the beginning. Yeah. Literally. I wrote a note about it in the beginning. And I was like, not this ugly ass scarecrow again. Not her like just having it still. Lady, you're 37. It was 30 years and that shit was still hanging around. Okay, that's cursed. I like what made her break was she was getting the sugar and I've definitely been here before. She's getting the sugar and it's just like a rock. Like you can't get the sugar out because it's just like all stuck together. Bitch, I've been there before. I'm like, bitch, I can't get the sugar. Okay, and then when she fucking, she like, after this, she like rang the fucking bell. Wake up! Get your asses up! I was like, no, bitch, you're gonna get killed. You summoning all these fucking children. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you that know was what? right before the dinner table. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, I guess we're gonna play your game. So she goes to the wall in like the living room or something. And she's playing this game. It's like, un, dos, tres, toca pared. And it's like, knock on the wall. The game, how, how the game goes is you knock on the wall, you turn around, and the people who are coming to you, they have to stop. And then when she's counting, that's when they can, like, in the game, when you're counting is when the person can move closer and, and the moment they get to you, they tag you and then you're it and you gotta tag someone. So she's playing this game to herself and she's like, okay, one, two, three, knock on the wall, turning around, nothing. Let me try again. One, two, three, knock on the wall. And she turns around and there's just a kid standing there. Okay, I said, oh fuck, here we go, here we go. <laughs> and she keeps playing. I said, oh, there he is in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she like keeps playing it. And then you see like a scurry of feet run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she gets like all the kids up to her. And then you see a back shot of like her knocking. And then all the kids are there. And one touches her. 
and they're all running and she's like where are you going and she goes to her kid she's like bitch just tell me where my kid is and the kid goes into the closet underneath the staircase and she's like um okay let me go in here and then one of the kids just closes the door on her so she's in there and she sees this little tiny hole this is the same closet from the beginning where all those beams came out when she was looking for simone and she like just pushed it back in and she finds a hole where the door knob goes so she finally knows where it goes she opens it she goes down there and this is where tomas lived in the orf the orphanage and tomas I, we never preface this he wears a sack on his head because he's like is deformed the correct word i don't think it is i mean that's the word that they used in the movie yeah but we're, go- we're going by the movie's terms they said that he he's born different and thus he has like kind of like legions and his skin is a little different on his face so he wears the sack and this is where his room was, was in the in the cellar, the basement. So okay, literally underground. Yeah. So she's going down there and then she sees this bed and she goes to it. And then Simone, quote unquote, is there. And he's like, hey, how are you? Can I, can we go home now or something? Literally, I was like, um, there was lots of timpani during that part. It was a little headachey. Yeah. I wrote that down. I was like, that's a lot of timpani. Let's relax. Let's relax on the drums a little bit. The Tiffany, um. you hold me tight and don't let go. Yeah, because she's like, lucky some... this is a Zara Larson stand account. <laughs> Bitch, I tweeted out earlier. I was like, if Zara Larson and BB Rexa came up to me on the street, I would be like, hello, stranger. How are you? I do not know. I don't know what they oh look like. Oh my God, you're trash. <laughs> now, BB Rexa is garbage, so that's fine. He lo- he ended up loving a car more than this pussy. Do you know that video? <laughs> no. So apparently <laughs> there was that. There was this bb rexa song that she made and apparently it was so bad that her her producers were like we're not releasing the song but it got leaked and she's like she said something like oh he ended up loving alcohol more than this pussy i'm gonna find i'm going to find the audio right now just to play it for you <laughs> not you had it fucking queued up and ready to go God, But can you please like send it to me on Twitter? Yes. <laughs> I need to send movie. it to Neon MUA right now because I know he's gonna freak out when I send it to him. That's literally Laura in this movie. She's like, I thought Carlos would be the one for me, but he ended up loving alcohol more than this pussy. <laughs> okay, he ended up loving not getting fucked up by demon chosen more yeah. than this pussy. So she finds Simone and he's freezing and she's picking him up. And then there's like a lot of flash cuts like in between. I'm not necessarily sure what's going on. I think she's just getting like, wait, how did he get down here? And it's like, oh, she accidentally like, like locked the door on him. Right. Yeah. And then like, how did he fall down the stairs? See, I still don't understand because I thought that he and Tomas like had a scuffle up there. In the cellar, Guillermo. in the beginning. Yeah, Guillermo, lights. tell okay. us. Please, some key lights. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I for- see the scenery. I totally forgot to read the, the actors in this movie. We will be doing at the end of this podcast who was in this- <laughs> at the party when she's looking for Simone, she goes to the cellar and all these bars fall out of the closet or she goes to the 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 closet underneath the staircase she doesn't know it's a cellar and all these bars come out she's like okay let me just push these back in she pushes them back in and i think that's what locks simone in the basement and then i think he's trying to like get out at one point in the night and that's when he falls down the stairs because she like wakes up at the i think she wakes up in the middle of the night because she heard something or some point in the fucking movie 
And I think that's when Simone like fell down the stairs and like broke his neck or something. So yeah, yeah. Simone's dead. He's been dead this whole time for nine months. Did you think Simone was dead? See, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. <laughs> and so like, when we get to like, when she like grabs him and then she like puts a pill in his mouth while she's like holding his dead body in the window and you can see his like gangly legs. And then she like <laughs> takes a fuck ton of pills. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. sickening. Here's what I don't get though. Who the fuck was that little girl? I, that was one of the kids I think that died from the beginning, but they were zooming up on these. So, okay, let's, let's preface this. So she finds out, she, she does find Simone's actual dead body. What she was holding when she first came to the basement was not Simone. It was just like a figment of her imagination. She discovers Simone's body. She cries clearly. That makes sense. Like a normal person would do. Then she takes his body upstairs, goes into the children's room and then just overdoses on pills. And then you see all these kids like running around and they're like zooming up on these kids. Like we're supposed to know who the fuck they are. I was like, are these like famous kids from Spain? Like, who are these children? <laughs> we admit we never gotten this up close with them at all. N now she's Wendy and she's in Neverland, like Peter Pan. And then it's a happy ending for her because she killed well, herself. Those are the those are the kids that she that those got are, murdered. Yeah, those are the kids that, that were murdered. And then they were because the blind girl like touches her face and they're like, oh, it's Laura. Which at that point I was like, y'all didn't know the whole time that it was <laughs> you other bitches got eyes and you and and, they, they literally and, and the other the kids other... the other kids told simone that he had hiv and that he was adopted so i'm pretty sure they could have known that miss thing is laura that was laura like like literally they're like oh we were fucking with laura not just some other random bitch Okay. Oh, my bad, Laura. Sorry, bro. Well, I'm ready to be with you now. Girl, we killed you. Sorry. Okay, we drove you to madness. You okay, literally. But yeah, when the one girl like runs out, uh, like towards the lighthouse and yeah. then fucking Simo Simone's legs just grow back and he's like alive. Yeah, because at this point she was like, she was like, I found you. This isn't fair. And that's when she overdoses. And then Simone comes back to life and quotation marks. He doesn't really, she's just died and he's dead too. And they're like, we can be <laughs> all together dead. now. Everyone's dead now. So this means it's good. Okay, literally. I was like, so happy ending question mark. I, I literally wrote down happy ending question mark too. <laughs> I said, it's a Peter Pan story, happy ending. Cause like the- Oh well, yeah, cause they were like, you're Wendy. And I was like, so this is like Peter Pan, but like, morbid well i heard that the original story of peter pan is that that peter pan takes kids to neverland because they die yes but i was just like like so this is just peter pan like we already know that story you can't just tell the same story but we made it scary and spooky i mean okay so read the original peter pan it's <laughs> scary and spooky yeah but does the original peter pan have a sack on his head probably you just got you just got checkmated. <laughs> we got you. I never brought this up, but at one point when, because uh, I said that this was foreshadowed, but one time someone rings the doorbell. This is way earlier in the movie. And she opens the door and it's all the seashells. So it's like Tomas brought all the seashells up to the door and like found them. I like that thing. I forgot to bring that up. Um, but that was the movie. That sure could be. Yeah. Uh, Car Carlos was just like, well, my wife, and my kid are dead, and here's a necklace she left me. And I don't live here anymore. I better move on, better get another wife and 
Another kid. Okay, another wife and another kid. Yeah. <laughs> so what were your overall thoughts on the movie? I thought it was super, like, it was good. It was a little bit, like, there were parts that I thought were, like, too dark, so I couldn't, like, see what was going on, like, with, uh, like, Tomas being Simone and Simone being Tomas and then dying. Um, but I just thought it ended kind of too happy. Other than that, I really liked it, except for, like, the ending being, like, morbidly happy because... Like, in a way, she's like, this is what she wanted. Because, like, when she's with Carlos, she's like, all I want to do is be with Simone. All I want to do is be with my son. And so, like, I get that. But it was just kind of like, mm. I mean, you should have stopped the movie probably 10 minutes before it ended. And then you then you would have been like, wow, this is a sad movie. Like, uh, cut the cameras dead ass after he uh, she finds his body. And then you would have been like, damn, that was a sad movie. Okay, okay, like, that made me feel something. That invoked emotion. But no, I thought it was good. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and this movie was directed by J.A. Bayona, and Laura was played by Belen Rueda, and Simone was played by somebody, and Carlos was played by <laughs> Fernando Cayo. Not somebody. I can't read my fucking handwriting, okay? It looks like it says Rosa, and I'm thinking about that bitch from TikTok. Ew, not that bitch. Oh, his name is Roger. Not me. I can't read my. <laughs> oh, he's got a not... he's got a hard name that I I wrote weird. <laughs> Roger Princess. Okay, not not Rosa Rosa to Roger, please. And then uh, Guillermo del Toro. He um he produced this movie, I believe. I liked it. It was a good movie. It wasn't as sad as I remember. I thought it was more scary. I also was like eight when I watched this, so. <laughs> Fair. Now, Killer King, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Pinterest sometimes, very rarely TikTok, but it's all killer underscore king with four G's. Like the like the phone. Like your phone, like your phone, like your phone. My cricket? Not 5G like carriers. <laughs> <laughs> Not the cricket wireless child. And you also Hello? have uh drench cosmetics. So shout out to Drench Cosmetics. Get the Genesis palette. You can't see it. Period. You can't see it on me. I, I got glasses on. I, I look like someone beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Hopefully someone's going to beat this pussy up one day. So. Oh, oh, okay. It's not going to happen. Get your bottles though. out. <laughs> you say get your bottles out? I said Bibles, but sure. Oh, no, this is actually my journal. But <laughs> I thought you meant get your bottles out. Like douche bottles. Okay, not your fleet. <laughs> 99 bottles of douche on the <laughs> I'm fucking dead. <laughs> but yeah, Drench Cosmetics, get the liners. They're very goodly. The palettes are also really goodly too. Not Cosmic you- Oasis. Oh, wait, Cosmic Oasis. Oh, yeah. When, when's that coming back in? When, when will we get a restock? Use promo code TerraCard for 15% off. Sometime very soon. I remember you were telling me, like, you're like, hey, I was supposed to have this launch, and then COVID kind of, like, fucked me over. Literally, like, seven of them. It was awesome. It was so good. That happened for a lot of makeup, and then people will come into my work, and they'll be like, what do you mean you don't have this product? And I'm like, um, because of COVID, everyone's launches are delayed. So a lot of their production process is also delayed. So that's just how it's going to be. And then they'll yell at me. And the, the thing that annoys me is when I'm like, we don't have this product. And then they just stare at me. Do you want me to order it okay. online? And they're like, no. I'm like, do you want to find a different one? No, I want this product. And then they just stare at me. <laughs> okay. I said, I, I, I want what I want. <laughs> okay. What do you, what do you, I can't do anything. And, they, and then they just go, well. Okay. Like make it happen. <laughs> you want me to squat on the floor and shit your product out? Be like, 
Like whatever you gotta do, like make it happen. <laughs> oh my gosh, some people are so dumb. Oh, absolutely. Are you are you are you genuinely stocked on the Genesis palette? You got a good um it's getting low. It's getting low. The stock is getting low. It's all sold out on MidasCosmetics.com, which is excellent. So we just have what's left on DredgeCosmetics.com. All right, y'all better fucking buy that shit before it sells out. Eight matte colors and seven shimmers. That's pretty good, especially for the price point. And sure. you can get it for $29 with promo code TaraCard. I will advertise that in this episode. You better, you better. All right, and I'm TaraCard. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. You can find me on most platforms under that. You can find this podcast on Twitter at StayOnTheLineTC and then also on Instagram at StayOnTheLinePodcast for more updates. And that does include this episode. I probably forgot something, but shit, we gonna, we gonna have to fix it and post then if I don't fucking do it now. <laughs> All right, so until, post. <laughs> until next time, make sure you guys stay on the line. Bye. This is when you say bye, bye. to Bye. Bye.